Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everyone out there is having an amazing week. I am excited about today's show because I'm going to be talking about thought patterns. And I'm going to be talking about thought patterns that you may not even be aware of that can be bringing you down or holding you back from performing at your best. And as a licensed clinical mental health counselor and somebody who is really passionate about mental health and mental fitness, I truly believe that our thoughts are so powerful in everything that we do. Um, The things that we think, our relationships with other people, our ability to keep pushing forward and fight through adversity, um, our thoughts and perceptions are a big deal. And an interesting thing about the brain, if you watched this show before, you've probably heard me mention this statistic, but we have on average between 50,000 and 70,000 thoughts per day. And majority of our thoughts are negative in nature. About 80% of our thoughts are negative in nature. And about 95% of those are repetitive thoughts. So majority are negative in nature and about 95% are repetitive thoughts. Meaning that if we're spending most of our time repeating and practicing the same negative thoughts we had yesterday without ever pausing to question that thought, that's where I want us to kind of start to look a little different. I want us to know that it's okay, it's okay to question your thoughts and it's okay to not believe everything your brain thinks. Okay. It's okay to question your thoughts and it's okay to not believe everything your brain thinks, especially if you tend to have more negative, pessimistic, cynical, or critical thoughts coming up. It's okay for you to learn now that you can begin to question those thoughts and, and change that behavior. Have you guys ever heard the saying, You are what you think or the way you think creates the way you feel. So think about that. If we're having more thinking patterns that aren't healthy, right, then it's going to create some feelings and moods for us that don't feel so good. So if there are thought patterns that we're creating like this, I want to discuss with you guys on today's show. How do we change that? And there's a name for those type of thought patterns, and it's called cognitive distortions, Okay, that's a psychology term and used a lot in cognitive behavioral therapy. It's called cognitive distortions. These are specific ways or thought patterns that have been identified that we can think that are irrational, negative in nature, and oftentimes just not true. So today you're going to find out what a few of those thought patterns are, but you're going to also learn how to identify them and what you can do about it. Okay, you have the power to choose your thinking. So you're going to find out what you can begin to do today to get yourself back on track with your thinking. And I think it's key because if we have that many thoughts going on per day, we're not ever recognizing that those thoughts are bringing us down. If you begin to understand what these thought patterns are and how to spot them, not only for yourself, but you may be able to spot that thinking and reasoning of the people that you interact with. That might help you get out of situations that are not necessarily serving you. And it's going to empower you to know what to do next. Okay, so let's get into it. It's not just about what you're thinking, but how you're thinking. And cognitive distortions are known as irrational thought patterns and beliefs, which causes someone to have a distorted view of reality, often making it seem more negative than it is. 
These types of patterns are automatic. So I want you to know that, too. We all have them. So we all fall somewhere in having some types of cognitive distortions on a daily basis. But if you're going around this loophole and you can't get yourself out, if you tend to stay there a little bit longer, this can often have a significant impact on your attitude, your perspective and your overall mental health and well-being. So it's not that we don't not often go to these patterns. It's just about how long you stay there. Okay, so you're going to be able to start to pinpoint what these patterns look like, but also what you can begin to do to change that. And these types of thought patterns are oftentimes linked with higher stress levels, anxiety and depression. And there's so much of a habit that the thinker doesn't realize they have the power to change them. So I want you to take a moment before we get into what these cognitive distortions are and just ask yourself if you started to look at the overall contents of your mind, of your overall daily thinking, would most of your thoughts be positive, optimistic, and accepting? Or would most of your thoughts be negative, pessimistic, critical, or cynical? Really take a a look at that. Ask yourself, if you go back through your thought index for the day, Where are most of your thoughts lying and how are you feeling about those thoughts? Okay, so start to take inventory. Are they more positive, optimistic, future oriented, hopeful, or are you on the other end of that spectrum? And as you listen to today's show, feel free to kind of take notes. I'm going to go through some of these cognitive distortions. Um, You might have to go back and play this list again. I won't get through all of these today. Um, But one of the people that I love that has really come up with about 10 cognitive distortions that we sometimes find ourselves in, his name is Dr. David Burns. Um, He's a psychiatrist and adjunct professor, and he has a book called Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. It's awesome. If you're wanting to get more information about these type of uh, distorted thinking patterns, please go and and grab that book. Dr. David Burns, Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. And so I'm just going to go through some of the 10 that he talks about that we find ourselves in. The very first one, the very first type of thinking pattern uh, that may not be serving us is all or nothing thinking or also known as black and white thinking. This is one where either you're a total success or you think you're a complete failure, or you tell yourself that you're defective in some way or never good enough, thinking if you're not the greatest, second best, or average is not good enough. Okay, so think about that. It's all or nothing thinking. I'm either complete, total failure, or a complete success. All right, this type of thought patterns leave no room for growth. So if you think about anything in your life right now, any of the accomplishments, relationships that you're in, the things that you're doing, If you have this all or nothing thinking and we all do it sometimes or another, but if you find yourself going down this rabbit hole and spiraling into a negative thought, um, this type of thinking leaves no room for growth or flexibility. It also oftentimes causes additional stress, anxiety and depression. Okay, so that first distorted thought pattern is called all or nothing thinking. If you're finding yourself to one extreme or another, not leaving yourself room to change, to make a mistake, um, to grow, to adapt, then this could be a thought pattern that you're finding yourself in uh, really obsessively and causing you more stress and anxiety. Okay. the second cognitive distortion that is mentioned that we kind of find ourselves in is called mental filtering, mental filtering. 
This is where you focus on your of, where the focus of your thoughts on a single negative thing and you don't think about what's good or positive. So you're so fixated on one negative thing that happened that you're not able to think about all the good that has gone on. OK, when you're an example of this, let's say if you are at a party, you're hosting that party and everyone is making comments about the food. The chicken's awesome. The pasta's awesome. The dessert's great. And one person in the group points out that the rice was a little overcooked. So at the end of the night, all you can do is think about that one person's comment and you start to say, I should have cooked that rice. I shouldn't have cooked it long enough. I didn't do what I needed to do there. You start to get in this pattern of only focusing on the negative comment that was made. Everything else, everybody else in the room, all the other comments were positive. They were uplifting. But it seems that you can only focus on that one negative thing that was said. This probably shows up in a lot of people's world, whether that's social media or interacting at a a social event. Things are going well. People may give positive feedback, but that one negative comment stands out and you have a hard time filtering through and that starts to bring you down. So this could be a cognitive distortion or a thought pattern that is keeping you stuck. So that's called mental filtering. If you're not able to just focus on some of the good things that are going on, now don't get me wrong, we need balance. So you don't want to just focus on all the positive, all the negative. There needs to be a healthy perspective of balance so that you know how to improve and get better. But if you are finding yourself having a hard time hearing and accepting the good and only zoning in and focusing on the flaw or the negative, you may be in a place of uh, mental filtering. So be mindful that that might be what's going on. There's a distorted pattern or distorted thinking there that you're not able to shift that perspective on. So that's called mental filtering. The third one is called discounting the positive. This one happens often, discounting the positive. Um, This is where the good things about you don't even count. When someone gives you a compliment, you might tell yourself, they're just saying that to be nice to me. They don't really mean it. So if you discount the positive experiences, people try to compliment you, let you know you're doing a great job, but you have a hard time receiving that. And then you also believe they don't really mean it. That's not really true. Um, So this an example of this could be where. Your coach or your boss kind of praises you for some of the work that you're doing in front of a team or staff and someone mentions it to you later and you say they didn't really mean that. They just said that because you're around. So if you're finding yourself oftentimes being given compliments or getting praise and your first thought is to go to they don't really mean it. That's not really true then you may be cycling through uh, one of these cognitive distortions known as discounting the positive. And this is your opportunity. And I'll talk here shortly about how we start to combat that. Um, But if you're finding yourself having a hard time and saying that the good things don't even count, it's they don't really mean it. I'm not necessarily valuable in that way. Then you may be finding yourself discounting the positive. Number four is called jumping to conclusions. We all do this, right? Jumping to two conclusions. And there's uh, two parts, uh, two types of jumping to conclusions that we find ourselves in fortune telling and mind reading, fortune telling and mind reading. I'm going to start with fortune telling, uh, jump into conclusions from the fortune telling perspective. This is where you make an arbitrary prediction about the future. This is where all the anxiety comes up. So let's say you're telling yourself something horrible is going to happen. 
if you have to kind of get up and, f- and speak in front of a group of people and you're not necessarily confident in that or you got to take a flight and you're scared of airplanes, whatever it might be, you're telling yourself all of the negative things that are going to take place. We've all been there, right? I can't get through this because I'm not a good public speaker or I've never done this before. So this is not going to go well. And if you notice when you're starting to have those thoughts, you probably start to feel your heart racing, your stomach, the butterflies in your stomach. You start to feel and create that anxiety that you're feeling based on the thoughts that you're having. So fortune telling is really just where you're trying to predict a future that something bad is going to happen or something bad is about to happen. So that's one cognitive thought pattern that may not necessarily be serving us, causing more stress and anxiety. Um, The other side of that can be hopelessness. So there's another part of fortune telling where you're feeling like your problems will never go away. You'll always be stuck in this place. You'll never catch a break. This causes depression and sadness and causes you to get stuck in a loop of hopelessness. Okay, so think about that for yourself. Are there any areas of your life where you're getting into this place of predicting the future for the worst or feeling like you're stuck and helpless for the worst? Okay, so that's fortune telling mind reading. This is where you assume, you know, how other people are thinking and feeling without any evidence or data. These people won't be interested in what I have to say. Have you ever been invited to an event or wanted to pitch an idea or had something that you were proud of, but you were reserved in in sharing that or holding it out because you were saying, you know what? Nobody cares what I think. Nobody cares what I have to say. They're not going to like me. So that's mind reading. And although a lot of times when people are having these thoughts, um, they show up in an unrealistic way. But they are sometimes showing up in a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So you might get to that event and people don't talk to you. But if you've already had the thought that nobody's going to engage with you, a lot of times that's why these thought patterns continue. Because people step out with these thoughts and they see that the it reflects what they were thinking. So they begin to believe the lies that the brain was telling them. And it becomes this rat race that you find yourself in over and over. And you don't realize that you're fooling yourself. Okay, that's called mind reading. You can't show up without that information and just assume that they're not going to like you. And if you start to see that happen, then you begin to believe that. So that is a cognitive process or a thought pattern that may not necessarily be serving you. All right, I'm going to do one more. Um, Number five, emotional reasoning. Emotional reasoning. And this is what happens a lot for people. We all kind of have found ourselves here, but we want to make sure that we don't stay here. Emotional reasoning is when you reason or make decisions from your feelings. When you reason and make decisions from your feelings, whether that's in anger, frustration, anxiety, depression, you're making decisions from this emotional state. So if a person is not doing so well, they're more on the lower depressed end. This person may be giving themselves all of the messages like I'm a loser. I'm no good. Nobody ever liked me. So they begin to go down this rabbit hole of why they're not worthy. Right. And then they begin to beat themselves up and they feel ashamed, guilty, worthless or inadequate. And then you say, well, I feel like a loser, so I must really be one. So you begin to reason from your emotional state. And this one happens so often and people have a hard time getting out of it because then they start their day over in the same place they left off yesterday. Because remember, our thoughts are normally repetitive in nature and the same things we had yesterday. 
So they're walking around with this mentality and this thought pattern that's not serving, saying that, you know what, I'm a loser. I'm unworthy. I'll never be good enough. I'll never make it. And they continue that behavior and thought pattern. So, guys, these are just five examples of a list of 10, really, of ways that we can distort our thinking and our thought patterns can cause us to feel down or bring us down or not feel like we're making an impact. So the good news, um, we get to choose the good news. We get to choose where we focus and we get to choose how we put our energy and we get to choose uh, the thoughts that we have, because every thought, like I said in the beginning, has power. And once you realize how to tap into the power of your thinking and being able to align that with how you feel, it's a game changer because our thoughts literally create all of our moods, all of our moods. We create our emotional reality at every moment of every day by the way that we interpret things. All right. Just know that you create your reality every day by the way that you're interpreting what's going on around you. So you got to start to ask, are you thinking your thoughts or are your thoughts thinking you? So. What we're going to do now, I want you to know that some of the, the techniques that I'm going to give you, it takes practice, just like it becomes a habit and an automatic thought process to go into the negative. It's a habit. So that's why it happens so easily. It's going to take practice to get out of that loop. All right. So just know that the technique I'm going to talk about, you got to show up and practice it. So if you in particular, if you notice that you have more negative thinking in nature, in order to do something different, you have to, number one, be aware that this is going on. So now that you're aware that there's the thing called cognitive distortions, that we're finding ourselves stuck in this thought pattern. Number two, you're going to have to practice making a shift and change that aligns more with what you're wanting to show up in your life. OK, so now the awareness part is here. This next step is up to you to begin to practice this technique that I'm going to teach you on how to do so. Dr. David Burns, um, he's a he's a psychiatrist and he also uh, provides what's called as cognitive behavioral therapy, really looking at our thoughts and emotions and how that impacts the behaviors uh, that go forth. And he shares techniques that he uses with his clients. And so I came up with an acronym to help us remain aware of what we can do in this situation and creating thought patterns that bring us down to creating thought patterns that bring us up. Uh, so the acronym that I created from his little blueprint here is called I win. I win. And I, and I, this is meant for us to win and conquer these negative thought patterns that naturally show up so that we can begin to be in the driver's seat of that. Okay. So the very first thing you want to begin to do for the I is being intentional. I is being intentional. This is that you now know the information. Now that you're aware of these thought patterns, you're going to be intentional about creating a daily practice of being more mindful and aware that these thought patterns could be bringing you down. All right. So this is where you're going to start to make a conscious effort to change your thought patterns to more of that positive, optimistic thoughts instead of this negative rat race that you're running on. So the I, the very first I means intentional. You're going to be create an intentional practice, setting your day out, setting forth, saying, you know what, I'm going to be mindful of what I'm thinking today because I'm aware that I could find myself in a negative thought pattern or loop. All right. The W is going to be for write it out. Write it out. If you catch yourself hung up on a thought or stuck in the mood, you're going to write out what that negative thought is. All right. So this is where it's going to take a little work. You're not going to necessarily be able to do this in the middle of your negative thought pattern. But I'm talking about what you can start to do to start your day or end your day. You're going to write out uh, those thought patterns that you had throughout that day that seem to kind of keep you stuck. 
If you had thoughts about being a failure, being worthless or not necessarily being good enough, um, you're going to write that down. Okay, I'm never going to get the job I really want. I always seem to mess up. So if you have some thoughts that are showing up in your life on a daily basis, that's why I said to kind of assess the contents of your mind. If you're noticing these thoughts are popping up often and daily, um, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. I'm a failure. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Write those down. Okay, so the W is write it down. The next I is going to be for you to investigate. Okay, now that you've written that down, you're going to investigate. This is where you really want to give yourself time to investigate those statements that you are making yourself having there. Okay, you're going to ask, are there any distortions here? So this is where you get to go back and look at that list of cognitive distortions and and ask, you know what? After I've written out the negative thoughts that I was having, are there any cognitive distortions here? And I would recommend you're doing this when you're kind of out of that place. So maybe the na- that night or the next day, you're going to go back and assess the list that you wrote down of those negative thoughts. And you're going to put the cognitive distortions beside and say, you know what? Do I have any cognitive distortions that are showing up here on this negative thought list? For example, I'm worthless. That could be a considered all or nothing thinking, black and white thinking. You're not allowed to make mistakes, right? So you're really setting yourself up. Are you really worthless? Have you had an impact in your life somewhere along the line? Right. Is it really that you're worthless or you're not necessarily feeling fulfilled with what's going on? So this is where you're going to give yourself permission to investigate the thought that you had and to begin to ask, are there any cognitive distortions showing up here? All right. An example of this, a negative thought could be, I'm never going to get the job I really want. So as you're investigating that, When you're thinking about what you can say, you can say working these jobs that I don't want is allowing me to know more clearly the jobs that I do want. So this is going to give you an opportunity to kind of change that perspective. Is that all or nothing statement? Is that black or white thinking? Is that really something that is true? All right. We get to question these thoughts so we can know the truth. So that I was investigate. You're going to ask, are there any distortions coming up from the list of thoughts that I'm having? The N is going to be for notice. Notice. Now that you've written out what the negative thought was and you've investigated whether or not this was a um, uh, any distortions attached to that thinking. Now you're going to notice which thought makes you feel better and you're going to start to focus there. Okay, so after you've done that investigating process, you're going to write out that negative thought. And then you're going to have another thought that kind of combats that. And you're going to decide which one of these thoughts feels better. Does it feel better to say, I seem to always mess up? Or does it feel better to say, I'm trying different things. The more experience and practice I have, the better I'll become. That sounds a little lighter. So if you give yourself permission to write out your own list, and if you don't have any right now, just write an example of what negative thoughts could be what they could look like if they showed up in your life. And then write out an example of what a positive or thought to combat that can be. And then as you notice, read those thoughts, which one feels better. And then eventually begin to gravitate towards the better feeling thought. Okay. This is going to take practice because if these are automatic thoughts that we're having, they're not going to automatically shift off. You're going to have to do some work around that. OK, that's why we're giving you this little curriculum here outline so you can start to say, OK, wait, 
I can be intentional about what I'm going to set myself up for today. I can write out what these negative thoughts are. I can begin to investigate. Are these distortions? And then I can also write a positive thing to the negative thought. Then I can notice how I feel. And at the end of that, I win because I'm in control, right? I get to choose my focus. I get to decide which direction I go. You can be the winner in that and start to conquer your thoughts and mindset. All right. So guys, that's just a brief overview of what an awesome job Dr. David Burns did with his uh, list of 10 cognitive distortions. Please pick up that book. It's called Feeling Good. Um, the new mood therapy is such a powerful impact that people want to take control over their mental health, take control over their thoughts, which is what our community is about. Feel free to go back, listen to this message over and over and over again, create a little way for you to begin to practice this. We're going to change our thought process one thought at a time. All right. One thought at a time. So if you find yourself here, it's okay. Now that we know we don't have, we can't go back. Now that we know we can't go back. So we have an opportunity to move forward in our thinking. All right. I want my mental fitness matters community. I want you guys to go out, shine bright like the stars that you are. If you're picking up this pattern in yourself and somebody else, share the information. All right. Continue to shine your lights. Be positive. Change your perspective. I'll see you guys soon. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 